from the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, 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 very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone and OneRadioNetwork.com. Happy summer solstice, first day of summer. And we're celebrating here in Dripping Springs by going up to 106 today. <laughs> so we want it to be really summery. Hi, Doodle. Doodle's huffing and puffing, even with the air conditioners. Kind of warm here for The AC is uh, having a, well, it's just struggling along here. Well, good morning. It is the third Wednesday, which is Adam Bergstrom. Adam is on on the first Monday and the third Wednesday. We call it Adam 2.0. And our phone lines are open if you'd like to talk to Adam. And Patrick, you can call 888-663-6386. I think we hold the record for a telephone line being out. It was over um, 63 days. But who's counting? Something like that. So they said they're not going to charge us for those two months. So that's kind of good. It was so long that they couldn't, they couldn't, re- we made them an offer they couldn't refuse. And the offer was we were just going to scream. If they, <laughs> I'm just hey, we got a, a pretty cool little sale here. I want to kick it off real quick. It's a 21% off on everything on survival. If you want to get on it during the show, 21% uh, because of June 21st, survival. Everything today only till midnight tonight on OneRadioNetwork.com. Now we go out to the great state of California where they have more water than they know what to do with and SolarTiming.com CEO, Executive Chairman, Adam Bergstrom. Yes, no, maybe. Good morning, Mr. B. What's going on, kid? Good morning. Same old, same old here in California. Yeah, yeah. Cali drama. So we're starting a little bit late because... uh, you're working on a little Bill Gates karma, did I hear? I think so. It's the CIA monitors us. <laughs> oh, the CIA is And good. whoever else. Yeah. Can you raise your volume a little bit? Uh, Do you have any controls? Raise the volume. Let's see. Well, I think it's all right. Just kind of speak up. I it's okay. I, I think it's all I right. I can talk louder. I can talk louder. We always talk louder on, on long distance, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing shouting all the way to Dripping Springs. You're yeah. having a heat wave, aren't you? Yeah, boy, it's it's been over a hundred degrees for the last three or four days, and now uh, someone just friended me from Texas on Facebook, and the first thing I read is someone turned on their air conditioning and cracked their windshield in Texas. What do you mean, cracked their windshield? Oh, you mean cracked them? Well, because when you have extreme hot. The sun was probably shining on his windshield. Oh. He turned on the air conditioning. And, you know, it happens with cold or hot like that. If you ever pour hot coffee in a, uh, a cup that's been in the refrigerator, you can crack it. So same thing. First time I've ever heard of that, though. Yeah, I've never heard of that happening. <laughs> that's hot. Happening in the car thing. You know, that's a trip. Uh, 888-663-6386 if you'd like to join us. So as a um, um, disclaimer of your two folks on here, Patrick and Adam, um, uh, Adam's into sugar and Patrick's into salt. So we are, we're a great team. <laughs> I'm doing more salt, Adam. I'm just experimenting with it, you know, because of this work, the Darko. 
And I tell you what, I really like it. I'm doing sun-dried sea salt, like a teaspoon, had them in a liter of water. I mean, half a liter, right? So, I mean, you, you just got a glass like this, and you got a heaping teaspoon of sea salt, and it's like really salty, and I'm doing three, four, five of those a day. He says it builds the blood plasma. And I got to tell you, Adam Bergstrom, that if you're feeling, if, you know, in the last month I've been doing it, two months, if you're just feeling a little bit wonky or just a little bit, I don't know, just not 100%, you know, man, you take a big head of salt water and in about 30 seconds you're feeling better. I don't know what it's doing, but I'm just experimenting with it. And you, you're doing with sugar. You're still doing your sugar. sugar. But inspired by you, I'm doing salt now too. Are not you? as much as you, but I've increased my salt content. You know, Ray, Ray Pete said, when your cortisol builds up at night when you're fasting, you're mm. vulnerable to sleep apnea and all kinds of things. Mm. So he said sugar will work, coffee will work, and salt will work, and, and protein will work. There's and a cup of coffee even. So salt is one of the things. And there is a way of creating a hypertonic solution, no, a, a, an isotonic solution where it's exactly the same as your blood. And so if you drink it down, a glass of salt water will come out your butt within three minutes. It'll go completely through the intestines by doing that. So Oliver Black, who was called Yoga Charlie, mm -hmm. a Yogananda type of <laughs> yoga, yoga yogi guy in uh, the Great Lakes area, right. he would do that every day for like 40 years, and he lived to 92. Interesting. So the idea that salt is a poison is just nonsense. Not a, a child, if they... They don't even notice the taste of salt like we would have too much. They sometimes get salt uh, poisoning. But even for kids, eating a whole box of salt, the deaths from it are very unusual. So yeah. another lie hmm. from them telling it raises blood pressure, it does this. Hmm. It's nonsense. Uh, yeah, Darko said that he discovered it when he was on a, a yacht going across the ocean. And he just started experimenting with drinking salt water right from the ocean, then he would dilute it and dilute And, um, you know, it's interesting you mentioned about the diarrhea. That's pretty much his protocol, which I do, where if you do maybe a quart when you get up, a quart with the two teaspoons of salt, yeah, within 10 minutes, man, you're just, and you. Know, I'm not talking going eliminating. I'm talking like, it goes right through, <laughs> right. cleans everything out. So you never have to worry about, concern yourself with getting constipated with this. Uh, it's amazing. True. So you've been doing more? Have you, the, have you noticed best. any difference in anything with you? You know, we're going through tough times right now. We're having a, a crisis like we had last year. So it's been a really nightmarish uh, week or two here. And plus all California politics and things like that. Other things have been going on. So, uh, but... We're doing all of these things, and they've helped us got th get through it. Tell the me. last time we had this crisis, I think you remember when you sent us some Cytomel, uh, it was really bad, but we're we're prepared for it this time. So I'm not going to go into the details, but go let's detail. just say it's been a tough week. <laughs> but it's just some kind of things going on with your body and uh, vibrant gal's body, right? But you're on, you're on top of it. <laughs> Both of you. Interesting. You're on top of it. You're on top of it. Yeah, and we're on top of it. But it's been a day-to-day -day thing, I right. tell you. And today, today is better. We're clearing up. And then the sun came out because, you know, it gets uh, 
I hated living in Seattle. One day in a month of sun. And I was so glad to get out of there. I usually obey the speed limit, but I had a drive-away car, and I lifted at 90 miles an hour. Never got a ticket, yeah, fortunately. A, I don't know how I'm they do SoCal it up there. I'm a guy, you know, I don't know sunshine. How they do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, if you'd like to join the show, call us. Uh, good to have the phones back, 888-663-6386. Email patrick1radionetwork.com. You can get all your books, uh, e-books, at solartiming.com. And uh, he's got a whole bunch of them. I, I, you were kind enough to send me, I think, Mind Hacking for the Cabillions. I haven't read it yet, but it's on my computer. Getting, I Actually, with the help of Vibrant Gal, I was able to upload it to my little um, Amazon wipe thing, whatever I got. And so that's fun to be able to read it on your... On your what do you call these things those days? There's a name for these readers? Yeah. <laughs> You know, a, a lot of that book was experience. I just had clients. And uh, even with uh, outmind hacking, uh, a lot of times by doing therapy on a person, you clear it. One of the most remarkable things, and it gets into the supernatural. Uh, when I was first studying at Texas Institute of Reflex Science, at Donald Lay's school, uh, I was really uh, had poverty consciousness. Mm. So I didn't have a massage table. Everybody else, you go to the school, you have a massage table so you can see clients, right? I didn't have one. So I decided to do mumbo jumbo, uh, you know, woo woo stuff. Mm -hmm. So I put the tarot card, the star up, which gives you you wishes. Uh, I did mantras. I did this and that and everything. And then I finally went into a deep sleep because I'd done everything I could and I just knocked out. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend, I lived with two women like uh, we predated the Three's Company. Remember that show? Sure. I had two female roommates. I slept. I had the big closet and they had the bedrooms. So anyway... She says, you have a telephone call. So it was a friend of mine, and he said his wife was really having a problem. She had had a broken uh, uh, ankle, and it hadn't. Uh, it started acting up again, and she was in excruciating pain. I said, okay, I'll be right over. So my, uh, I didn't even have money for a taxi, so my girlfriend drove me over there, dropped me off there. And I worked on the woman, mm -hmm. and for some reason, I did some points that usually don't work they're called uh, they're acupuncture points in touch for health and her ankle miraculously just healed so they jumped up and down they're dancing around we're well we're well we're well <laughs> and the guy tells me i want to send you to chiropractic college he he was a he was a businessman yeah. he was a very successful businessman and uh and i said look I don't really want to go to chiropractic college, but if you could lend me the money for a massage table, I would be greatly appreciated. I'll just write you a check and give you the money. You got it, buddy. And I had my massage table the next day. Boy, you did the old abundance thing, didn't you, dude? <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Because it really, when you put your mind on it, yeah. you really get the money. I've had, I've had the rent delivered uh, one time, the day of the rent, Two checks came in that paid the rent completely. Someone who hadn't paid me in, in a year said, I'll pay you eventually. And I got the entire sum in the mailbox 
just to i think i had five dollars left over and went and paid the rent so i've lived that life of what a donald lay called photo finish boy well you know our listeners and they're so sweet and been around for a long time and they bailed me out a couple of times you know just asking and they're good friends and and uh, yeah they come in it comes in different ways as long as you ask there's always a way out of these things um you know, I've been thinking about something that I wanted to talk to you about that I, I think is really fascinating. You know, uh, you've studied, and we talk often about how how words and neuro-linguistic programming have energy and, and everything. So I've been really talking to myself. I, I kind of call it contemplation, you know, talking to me, talking to God, talking to my, my spiritual master. It's just... I look at it as just one, you know. And I really got to the point, I thought, well, I don't need to masquerade it or anything. I can just say, my thyroid is staying balanced. That's all I need to say because, Adam, I think, I know that my thyroid and me are one, right? Right? And I know that my thyroid knows the words. It's got to know the words, right? Because I know the words and I'm the thyroid. So I, so I think we can do a lot of healing just by simply saying this, you know, I'm lowering my blood pressure. I'm lowering my blood pressure, and that's the deal, because I'm soul, and I get to lower my blood pressure when I want. And I think we can do a lot of work with that, because the blood pressure is us, right? And the words are, they have energy and vibrations around them. What do you think about that? I think yes, and I've seen examples of it. Mm. Back in the day, mm. in the 70s, I read a book by a guy who got the first uh, degree in metaphysics. Mm-hmm. He designed his own course. He made a deal with the university to do it. I think it was Berkeley or something. And he wrote a book basically on metaphysics. One of the interesting concepts he had is if you do repetition, like I am wealthy, I am wealthy, whatever, it shows self-doubt. That's he right. He said it's like mm-hmm. planting a seed and digging it up yeah. every you know, once hour you say to it, see Why would you doing? have to say it over and over again? If, if, right? I, I hear you. Yeah, I've never thought of that. It's interesting. And he said when you mail a letter, you drop it in the box. That's you don't it. go trying to dig it out and see if it got any place. You just <laughs> trust that it goes there. So anyway, there is a definite case for yeah, that. And yeah. I've seen examples of both because repetition works in advertising. That's why they bombard you with the same commercial. But when you really think about it, you can do that. And I've seen it happen. Sure. I've seen one sentence and bingo, the thing materializes. And, you know, I, I we're taught like that and with my path is that we only have to ask one time. You know, we get impatient, and so we keep asking, like, come on, didn't you hear me and all? But to your point, that's really um, saying to yourself and the body and the universe that you don't trust, because why would you ask to ask more than one? You know, God is, yep. um, you know, God is plentiful and abundant in spirit, and it's going to come, you know. You just got to, you know, work through whatever this thing called time is, and, you know, I don't understand all of that, you know, the manifesting like that, you know. Now, there's an interesting take on it. A good friend of mine who partly lives in Austin and partly lives in Idaho and other places, he's mm. kind of a world traveler, but he has kind of a combination of the two. 
He said there's a difference in our programming with hardware and software. And he said, if the hardware is working, you ask once and it should manifest. You shouldn't have to ask again. Mm-hmm. If, if it doesn't work, there's something wrong with the hardware. So he has a set of affirmations that goes back to your childhood and sees where it could possibly be and then eliminates that, does the repetition there. And I've seen him do it by doing those affirmations every day then everything else works for him. He just says a word and it appears. Mm. And I've seen some remarkable examples hanging around with Greg Whiteley. Now, he was he started a prosperity, a prosperity group, but he did so well with it. They don't take anybody anymore because they're rich. They go all around the world. They scoop. He has a larger scuba diving uh, library than Custo does. He uh, has won all kinds of awards in filmography. They live independently up in Idaho. They're farmers. They grow tons of tomatoes and things like that. He's probably up there right now as I speak. I haven't talked to him for about six or eight months. Great guy. I learned a lot from him about affirmations and about how things work after Adano. He was also a student of Adano. In fact, I introduced him to Adano Lay, my mentor, and uh, so we have that in common. Oh, that's fun. That's uh, really good. Uh, the, the idea of words and and their meanings and all that is really interesting, isn't it? I mean, it really is interesting, and it goes back to one of my little projects. I think that if, if people, like we used to say, so many laps around the sun, you know, when I believed in the sun. <laughs> but anyway, that this idea that people say that if you tell your body that you're a certain age and number, there has to be energy and images and feelings around that, right? I mean, every time you've ever seen, for example, uh, a six, 70-year-old person in a movie, you know, it shows you what a 70-year-old person generally looks like. You know, they may be wrinkles and, and, you know, on a cane or whatever, you know, all these images. And it gets it gets connected up with it with the number 70, right? It's just the way the mind works. It's just a database, right? 70 this, 70 that. So you know, that's why I think I know that Peter Ragnar, he never, he never would even talk about his age. And now I'm the same way now. I'm really into it because I don't even know how old I am. People say, and I said, I don't know, you know. You tell me. I, I don't know. I'm not going to just pick out some number and give you that. What's up with that? I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know what that number means. I don't know the energy around that number. I'm not using any numbers. I don't care. I mean, I, I, and I'm really doing that sincerely because yeah, that's the way I'm living now. Uh, you know, I don't know where it's going to Numbers age you. Uh, they must, right? It's got all this energy around not it. Not only that, this is an amazing thing. Hmm. Uh, applied... Uh, kinesiology, touch for health, all of that, people do not realize that the military and the police use it. And one of their tricks to weaken you is ask you for your address. If your address is over two digits, you automatically get weakened and it ages you. Now, they don't care about the aging. They just want to weaken you so they can disarm you if you have a knife or a gun. So by just simply asking for the address, it weakens you. They also do this mumbo jumbo, you know, uh, zip you up, zip you down. They, of course, just zip you down so they can weaken you. 
But when they ask for a number, you're automatically weakened. And a vulnerable person, when they say a number, is weakened for as much as three or four minutes. Most people, 20 seconds. And that's all it takes to disarm a person. Now, I should say, when I say double digit, actually up to the number 10 and 11. 11 is the last one you can get away with. If you live at 11 Park Place, you're okay. If you're at 12 Park Place, you're weakened and you're aging. And it really does age you. Now, every time you say your address or your age or give a number or Social Security, government knows this too, you weaken yourself. So if you ask for whatever your your number is, they want you to give your numbers. And most people are functionaries, useful idiots. They don't know why they're asking all these addresses and numbers and giving you all these numbers. But I guarantee you that people on top know. I was told this secret by a, a Texas Highway Patrolman <laughs> who I was going to demonstrate kinesiology to, and he outdid me. And taught me that the military and the police use it as part of what they call control techniques. This may be a part of that. I know, uh, uh, you know, Sean, who calls up every now and then from Seattle when our phones were working. I do. And he, he, he talks about this stuff, and he, he never uses his address, ever. He uses a post office box. because he, And this may be why this works in a way. He suggests that if you have an address that you use and you take mail at this address, you are telling the boys that you're in their game, you're in their system. You are in, you know, you you are, like Andy used to say, you're sitting on the organic couch, but you have plastic over the top of it. You know, the organic laws don't apply to you. So maybe that's tied into that, where they, uh, the body knows that or something, you know? Weird. It is. I have friends that have uh, multiple addresses uh-huh. for multiple reasons that know the tricks. And I'm not going to reveal their names or anything, no, no, but no. there are people who uh, have figured out ways to use the system without advertising what they're doing because otherwise they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. And I've learned some tricks from them. I usually don't use it because I don't have the amount of money. Some of my friends are very well off. (laughs) They're uh, millionaires, multimillionaires, and beyond. Mm. So they they need to use those tricks. (laughs) And they're legal tricks. They're perfectly legal. So, and then, of course, the social security number, these people who study this stuff claim that that's where, how how does that work? Oh, that's where um, it's used to pay off, let's see how it is, to pay off the debt. Yeah, that's that's our, we're one of the debtors, you know, when we have social security number. We're paying off the debt that we're making with the bankers, some weird thing that happens with that. So maybe that's why that works as well. Because we know deep down that we're getting screwed. <laughs> I have a friend of mine with a sense of humor, and basically, he was a military hero. Uh, was decorated personally by uh, General Wastemoreland. That's what we called him, Wastemoreland. But Wastemoreland. <laughs> and then he became a uh, an arms dealer, <laughs> local arms dealer to gangs through the military back door of supplying weapons. But uh, several times he went to jail. 
And so he got away with getting his California driver's license by putting the address of the jail. And it took him a year and a half to catch on what he had done. How did he do it? That's hilarious. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. If you would like to um, uh, talk to Adam and Patrick, triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Let me take a little break here, Adam, and uh, talk about it. Come again. Um, this is a special day. It is the summer solstice, and uh, every year Daniel does this for one day. So if you'd like to get twenty one percent off on everything on Survival. You do it today, like uh, Wednesday, like, you know, not tomorrow, up until midnight tonight, uh, 21%. So if you'd like to try pine pollen, it's a good one to try, guys, or elk velvet antler, the shaga and the rishi with fruited bodies, also colostrum, digestive bitters. Um, There's a lot of cool things. Here's an entire really cool new product, which is just black walnuts. And it's uh, just um, from the forest. And they have a way... Uh, with CO2 and how to make this product. And it's just a, a very fine, beautiful tasting powder. So you can put that in your smoothies with, with colostrum and um, whatever, um, coconut milk or goat's milk or something like that. So this is a cool thing, 21% off today, the 21st of June. The used promo code, what is that promo code? Oh, Solstice 21, that makes sense. Solstice, Solstice 21. And uh, in case you don't know about the colostrum, well, we don't need to play that. We know about colostrum. Um, have you, uh, you know much about saunas? We, uh, I wish I could find this video. I, I, I was going to pull it up. Anyway, there's this uh, rocket scientist uh, fellow that's on uh, one of these uh, video things that I subscribe to. He's pretty cool. He's got all these really interesting uh, mind, body, brain things. And he, he studies the brain, not the mind too much. He's a brain guy. But, you know, there's interesting information on how the brain works and the hardware. And uh, he did a whole thing on saunas one time. And we 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 we, uh, we, we taped it. And, uh, and I'm going to play for you. But there's this study in Finland or somewhere. Yeah, I believe in Finland. And they, they, it was a really hardcore study with double, double blind placebo controlled and the whole thing. They did it right. And they've proven that the more you sauna, the lower the uh, cardiac events are. And cardiac events could be anything, you know, um, all kinds of things happening with the heart, whether it be build up a plaque or, um, you know, congestive heart failure or arrhythmia. All these things are labeled as cardiac events, right? And that people get when things are going a little wonky up there. And the more proven in a study, the more you sauna, even it increases from three times a week to five times a week, the cardiac events lower. So that's just another benefit uh, from sweating and uh, heating up the body like that, sauna. And we have one that's a portable, uh, $1,295 if you'd like to get one. $1,295, and that's in the lower 48. We ship them all over the world. The only way to get the price is to email me, patrick at oneradionetwork.com, and we'll ship it to you. Get one of these guys, and you're going to love it. It'll be great for detoxing. You sweat, you detox, and then it's really good 
for the heart stuff as well. Previously with research scientist at MIT, Stephanie Seneff, PhD, and the curious connections between these glyphosates, Roundup, GMOs, and sulfur. So if you simply put the glyphosate in place of the glycine in the sulfur transferase, you will not be able to get the sulfate from the cholesterol sulfate to some other molecules such as the heparin sulfate. The cell won't be able to defend itself with sulfate if it can't put the sulfate there. But it's really, really important to be able to do that because, for example, cholesterol sulfate, it delivers sulfate to the cells. But in order to deliver it, you've got to take the sulfate off of the cholesterol and put it on something else. And that's what, where the sulfur transferase would come in and wouldn't be able to do that. I know, it gets a little geeky, but the point is that without the proper amount of sulfur in the body, and now it's being disrupted because of the GMOs, even more than what it was already doing, it's, it's not good. So we think that this uh, sulfur product that we've been promoting is really helping people to keep everything kind of working well because this whole sulfur cycle is kind of God's way of keeping the bad guys out and exiting the body. And because our sulfur is absolutely pure with no additives, it's different from almost all the other ones out there. You can click an order, three prices, right on our website, oneradionetwork.com. I got you back. You know, I don't mention it often, but... You know, to this day, I do sulfur every day. I, I, it's just become such a part of my life that I just, I do it. Uh, usually, at least, a, maybe hmm, two teaspoons, maybe a teaspoon in the morning, a teaspoon sometime in the evening when I'm doing more water. And I just keep doing it, and um, I'm kind of on an automatic uh, thing and, and to purchase it, because I buy it too. And my hair, skin, and nails look great. My hair grows like crazy. Um and nails go like crazy, and, and you know, the sulfur helps to detoxify stuff out of the body that we get when we walk outside and go to the farmer's market or something. So anyway, it's a great product. If you uh, want to get some, just go on the website, oneradionetwork.com, and you can order right there, or free, feel free to email me if you want more than four pounds, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. With my friend Adam Bergstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition, the name of his, his stellar book, and that's how I got introduced uh, to you, Adam, probably 15 years, or it's been a long time, right? When were you on KLBJ? 2007 or eight. one of those two years. Well, when we, you first came on KLBJ? Yeah, it was either 2007 or 2008. I was living on a ranch in Texas. I remember. Yeah. You think we thrilled him on that uh, Austin radio station having you on? <laughs> I don't even I don't remember <laughs> what we talked about, but I'm I'm sure we uh, raised a few eyebrows. Solar nutrition. I remember oh, yeah, some engineer solar. called in and said it was unscientific. Is that what he said? Yeah, that's unscientific. <laughs> And then one of the owners of the ranch called in too, and I didn't recognize him. He was funny with me. <laughs> uh, Great like, show. If you'd like to join the show, Patrick, com. I just got back from the farmer's market a few minutes ago before the show. They, they, they changed from the afternoons to the morning because of the heat mm. in Texas. You know. Wow. And so it's at 9 o'clock. So I'm only 20 minutes away, so I leave here at 20 to 9, do a few little pick up goat's milk and a few little pieces of meat and buffalo and come back here and I get back in time to do the show. 
we're only 20 minutes away. How, how far are you guys from the market? Do you, do you, can, do you go? All? About uh, 10 or 11 miles, probably. Uh-huh. So you drive. Yeah, which is pretty decent. And then we have another market we could go to on weekends in Carpinteria. is about 10 miles mm-hmm. and several others around. But the main one, the Saturday one particularly, is a good market. That's the one we mostly go to. And what they have of, just about everything. Even even in greenhouses, they grow uh, bananas and things like that. Of course, they grow, grow. You can grow bananas actually in Santa Barbara. Vibrant gal, when she lived on the Mesa, she had her own bananas she was growing. Mm-hmm. But you and really, of course, you don't grow the ones that are vulnerable to blight. They, mm-hmm. Other there's many varieties of bananas. We're just used to the Cavendish, I believe it's called. Uh. Do you have a good selection of uh, all kinds of stuff of meat? I mean, I know you don't eat a lot of meat, but do you have a lot? A lot of we have meats too. Yeah, it, it, I mean, we don't eat meats, but this this uh, week I decided to get some uh, beef grass fed hot dogs at <laughs> Trader Joe's. I haven't been to Trader Joe's just to try it, see what happens. I don't really do that well with meat. You don't. But some people, you know, we, we differ. We're omnivores. Look at uh, Mister Eats All. He couldn't eat a banana, but he could eat Cessnas and chopping carts and razor blades and TVs well, and even a different. coffin and a chandelier he ate. Uh, but he couldn't eat a banana. And so uh, some people uh, look at Fajr Singh. He's been a vegetarian all his life. He's 112 and still kicking. No kidding. Well. <laughs> and he was running marathons, 25-mile marathons when he was 101, 102. I think he finally slowed down in 103 or 104. Who's this? <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Fajal Singh, hmm. the turban turna- tornado, they called him. He started running in his 80s. Uh, before he was just a farmer in India, but his son died in a tragic accident, and he decided to run to get his mind off it. And he ran and he ran and he ran, and he became famous. Uh, but I checked his diet, and he had a little dairy. He mostly ate rice and uh, dal and things like that. But other people do well on. Uh, some bodybuilders eat 100% carnivore and do really great on it. So. We're, uh, we are different than most species. Most animals are predictable. They eat one type of diet. Some, surprisingly, cows uh, can eat fish. And they, oh. there have been seaside co- uh, communities where they didn't have any grains or grass growing, so they just fed the cows fish. The only ones who get yellow fat disease on that would be uh, Guernsey and Jersey cows are vulnerable to yellow fat disease. Most other cows are pretty much invulnerable to it unless you eat the liver because they do tend to store it in their liver after the first couple of years. Mm. Uh, Bears eat fish, right? Bears, they eat fish. Very rarely. They don't do well with... uh, I thought they went down and, and, and got the salmon out of the stream. They do in the movies. Yeah, they, uh, that's kind of a myth. <laughs> oh, is it? They do if they live by the streams, but a lot of bears don't, so they don't eat salmon. And the ones who eat salmon have two things wrong with them. Uh, raw salmon is full of parasites, so you can go on the internet and see bears commonly walking along with six feet of tapeworm crawling behind them or hanging out their butt and they're trying I, to shake it. I loose. hate it when that happens. I mean, that's not good. 
they're pretty, pretty messy. And, of course, they tend to get yellow fat disease more than inland bears. Because for a long time, I couldn't figure out if that bears got uh, yellow fat disease. But several years back, it became quite evident that they suffer from it, too, because they don't have the multiple stomachs. Like a cow has four stomachs, so they can process their things. They have a fermenting stomach. They have a junk stomach. If they eat garbage, they store that. Uh, almost like a tumor, but then it can get rid of it and process it. Yeah, they have a very unusual stomachs that most humans don't have. But human, that said, humans have unusual stomachs. They're not all the same. They're quite a bit different in many people, and that is hereditary, not genes, hereditary, and has other facts that you can get past because look at an octopus we don't really need a heart to pump but an octopus has three hearts and uh, human beings have heart cells stem cells that can cut in many people have multiple spleens multiple gallbladders multiple cells all over the place to take up so when you're in an emergency like a friend of ours now uh has liver cancer and uh they're eating through their mouths because as your stomach uh, doesn't do protein, then your mouth will take over as a secondary stomach. And also your intestines will start to change, uh, especially in the cecum. The cecum is actually a second stomach. But I would even say a third because the mouth is a second stomach, mm. but the cecum is the third stomach. It is actually a stomach that will recycle the food through. And if your stomach doesn't do it, you have a backup system. Yeah. You know, I have no doubt what you're saying about how different everyone is, is because my experience, Adam, that virtually everything that I work with on physical reality, it, that's a little bit out of balance or getting into balance, it's right into my stomach. I mean, it just everything, any kind of tension. Man, that's been my, my little Achilles heel my whole life. And so, you know, you could really, you know, stretch that out to understand how everybody is so different with what they can eat and what they can digest and their elimination, everything, right? Because of their, you know, their experience in, on, the earth, on the earth plane. I've been down in Mexico and seen people eat jalapenos and hotter peppers, much hotter, like they were candy, mm, yeah. you know. Well, me, it takes about a half of one of those Thai peppers is all I can handle. I went out with a good friend of mine to eat, Christina Ponzo. She runs the only solar restaurant in the world down in Yalapa, Mexico. But we went to a Thai restaurant. I can eat about half of that pepper. In our soup, they put about 15. So... She saw I couldn't eat mine, so she asked for mine. She ate about 30 of those Thai peppers. <laughs> so, so obviously it, we do have different it must digestive be, uh, systems. Adam, I guess it must be um, the amount of acid maybe or the stomach lining, how that can change with what you're eating or what your uh, emotional state is, right? It could change a lot. The acid and the pepsin and emotion is especially, uh, uh, they have done uh, CAT scans of stomachs. And interesting enough, when a man gets upset, his stomach turns bright red. No kidding. I mean, bright red. And a woman's turns bright white. <laughs> they did different studies on it. So a different uh, makeups on us can make it happen in different ways. And by the way, those color receptors on 
the stomach that make it bright red are one of the hero one of the uh uh the reasons that we can change our hair color and change our skin color and get instant tans it's through the paraadrenal autonomic nervous system and your mainstream doctors know nothing of it they're in total denial of something that was well known a hundred years ago at schenectady station with the ge scientists who first did the major research on that system and what is that paraadrenal autonomic nervous autonomic system? nervous system what is you're that not going to find it any place on the internet i had to go i looked out before they threw it out at that research medical library in fort worth that i researched i found the information on it and it was the only book that i i checked out so i could make a copy of it so i could read it and study it and it's not known any place i can't find any mention of it on the internet at all in one medical book it appeared in 51 1951 part of it but no one knew what to do with it so, so what do we do again. with it? Why do we care about that? Why? How is it useful to understand what it is? It's, it makes breatharianism impossible. Some people can do it. I haven't met anyone personally that can do it, but there's enough stories in India to show the skin can eat. And the oh, it makes breatharianism the, possible. I thought you said impossible. Okay, okay. So possible. This, oh, yeah, possible. This system we take in a lot of in the ethers, right? And energy through our skin, our eyes, I guess? The ether is real, whether you call it an electron field oh, you know or real, a yeah. uh, cosmic whatever, you know. They even they even now call the uh, the Big Bang, what do they call it? Big Bang bra- beige. Beige is the color of the universe, and they, also, they call it cosmic latte. <laughs> yeah. Um, but energy is available all around us, and... Now you see them working, uh, they're claiming they have, they can take energy out of humidity. But at this point, they're really making it more complicated with nanotechnology. It will only power a cell phone. But with uh, people like Hutchinson, John Hutchinson and people like that have been doing research on zero-point energy. We have all the energy we need, but they deny it and don't want us to have all the water we need, all, all the everything we need. When you run your car... What comes out the tailpipe? Water. How did it get there out of hydrogen and oxygen? Two very volatile gases. They make fire. Fire makes water right out of your tailpipe. You can see it. The earth and magma makes all the water we need. There's more water in the center of the earth than there is in all the oceans of the world and all the atmosphere of the world and all the rivers and lakes of the world. I saw a video from some of the, the flat earthers and this guy went down way, way deep down the bottom of the ocean, and he saw a lake, the bottom of the ocean. I mean, he saw it, and he went down in there, and there's there's more water underneath the ocean floor. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I don't even know how that would would work. But he, he's on tape. You should you could watch it and listen to him. He was just amazed. He was just amazed. It's made out of. Uh Hydrogen and oxygen. And, oxygen, and yeah. see, those are not supposed to make water, but they do. they do. Obviously, hydrogen and oxygen make water. How does fire make water? But it does. Yeah. And in fact, uh, the largest city in California, the third largest city in California is California City. But never, no one ever hears about it because it's the largest city by area. But they hired Stephen Reese to go in and 
find water from magma. And he found abundant water. So the lake and everything out in the middle of nowhere came out of Stephen Reese's work. But then no one would move out in the desert. They didn't want to go out to Mojave. There's plenty of water, but it's like dirt streets all marked out all over in an area, the third largest city in California. And it's basically a ghost city with about 10,000 people living there only so instead of millions. This, um, this thing called primary water I hear, do you know how, how deep that is to get it? I mean, somebody like Musk could, could build stuff to go get that, couldn't he? Uh, it takes maybe five feet, five feet to get it five. because you have to go to the top of the mountains. See, people talk about aquifers. It goes down to the valley, not magma water. It comes out in volcanoes. So you find dormant volcanoes. You drill in. Uh, sometimes you have to go 300 feet, highly unusual. And then once you hit it, it's eternal. The, the well in Jericho, how long has that been around? We read about it in the Bible. Why is it still there? Why, why you go out in the middle of the Sahara Desert in sand, and there's an oasis? How does it stay there yeah, yeah. century after century after millennia? How does it? It's primary water, hmm. and it's a different. We have aquifer water, but aquifer water rarely goes beneath 30 feet. So they make up this story. Uh the Sahara used to be so much rain that it all went and made a huge underground lake underwater. Totally false. The water barely goes 30 feet under the ground. If you're getting a well that goes down uh, 600 feet, you may get a little out of it, but that's aquifer water. But the magma water comes out in volcanoes, and it's at the top of the mountains. Right. Like not, people, people drill wells here in Texas. They're two, three, four, five hundred feet. But they're getting aquifer water, and those aquifers fill up and go down, you know, depending on how much rain, right? Where people in the well water, if we don't have a lot of rain, their wells will actually go dry. You know, it happens in Texas yep. around here. And of course, one of the, wonder if you get it from magma, it doesn't go dry because mm. it's unlimited because it's coming from the magma in the center of the earth. That's why there's so much water, I guess, in the in these volcanoes and mountains in Hawaii, just pouring out. It's just crazy. This water just keeps pouring. It's like a huge, like Niagara Falls out of these mountains. It's amazing. Where does that water come from? It's just Yeah, and then at the bottom of the sea, uh, coming out of the volcanoes there are what they call volcanic vents. Oh. There is life in the dark down there with two worms up to 15 feet long eating other, all kinds of uh, albino crabs and all kinds of uh, fuzzy crabs and all kinds of animals. And they're living on sulfur, not oxygen, and they're living on methane mm. and not oxygen. Mm. They live on methane and magnesium and they sulfur and iron and skip the oxygen. And these are those vents. Where is all that fresh water coming out of at the bottom of the sea? And they so far have found three, close to 400 of those vents. And they're just beginning. They're just beginning to go underwater and find these. They find one every two weeks. They find a new vent. They're all over California here. And in the Arctic, they were getting their water from those underground vents uh, 150 years ago, I believe it was, or at least over 100 years ago. So these folks, obviously, whoever they are, 
they love shortages, and they, you know, they that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. And not only that, but John Nordberg proved that you could suck water out of the humidity of the air. You didn't need it to rain. Rainmaking is an expensive, useless process. It it works. It, it brings rain, but it's not permanent. If you can suck it out of the air, it comes overhead 40 times a year, 1 million billion gallons of water. That's 1 million billion, 40 times a year over our heads. And I have a 1,200-square-foot studio here above my kitchen and we have one of these uh really cool little air conditioners that are right in the wall they're all vents just one deal and then we have a drain line uh that that goes out and uh, i usually put it in my rainwater thing because it's just distilled water that's what comes out right distilled water that's right i usually put in my rainwater thing but uh, i pulled it out we were looking at to make sure it was draining and i put a five gallon bucket do you know in this little office we're getting over five gallons of water a day. And it's good water. It's distilled water from God, you know. It, could you imagine how much water you could get out just putting some big setups there in California? I mean, you could get huge amounts of water just out of the air. That, that is John Nordberg's secret. Is it The Nordberg's? same thing in the swamp cooler where you get all that water out of that. You just make a bigger version and you can make them every place. You just dig a sideways hole mm-hmm. and then you have a well because all the water gathers at the bottom. You can speed that up in certain ways, but it can happen naturally as well. And plus, Nordberg has a zero-point energy machine that no one is interested in. In fact, he gave up on trying to promote it, apparently. I friended him on Facebook. He's more interested in deer hunting now and forget the world. Let let them work it out since they won't listen to him. I guess he just gave up. Yeah, I've tried to contact him because you mentioned him before, but I've not received any response from him. I wanted to get him on. Nordberg. Same here. He Nordberg. friended me. That's all he did, and I haven't. But he mm-hmm. won't say anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've been listening to a lot of your shows with Adam. He's a very interesting fellow. He is indeed. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, oh, remind me to tell you about my lungs and the salt too. There's something interesting going. Um, does he know how to deal with hay fever? Is it's even poss- Is it possible to cure that? What What do you know from hay fever? When we get a- easily, uh, for instance, under hypnotism or mesmerism, it's curable all the time. So that should tell us that the mind has a lot to do about it. Allergies often have to do with mother traumas. They can be other uh, type of things, but you will find sensitive foods, and this is a food you eat. Now we're accustomed to. Hay fever comes from out there, but it comes from in here when it matches something you're not processing. So it's always something you're eating. Now, dairy happens to be one of the things that happens. Uh, uh, not, many people do fine with milk. Other people don't. I had a girlfriend that was allergic to cats, for instance, seriously allergic to cats. Uh, I told her to experiment without having any dairy. It went away. She could handle all the cats. Really? Then, mm. one time she went out with a friend, and they had pizza. And the cheese in the pizza was enough to get to get her sensitivity back to cats. Yeah. So, but but that mm. doesn't mean everybody is allergic or has a food intolerance with cats. You have to find out what that food is, and then find 
the original trauma because the trauma will clear it. That's upstream. There's a always a times. trauma and and then a food always. kind of piggybacks on. Uh, In all my <clears throat> clinical experience, experience, and I've been working on people since the 1970s, I've never found a case <clears throat> where a disease, serious or minor, was not tied in with the trauma. I can't say it caused it, but they're always co-factors and in anyone's health. Give us an always. idea of what kind of traumas you've run across. I mean, just in a word or two for each one, like a divorce or bankruptcy, that kind of divorce stuff. Divorce is a big one. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is yeah it? divorces. Sometimes marriage is a drama. I had one of those one time. <laughs> well, yeah, as many, many times as you were married, I mean, how could you not? You know. Well, when she told me that she would move in with me over the phone, I was at a Donald Lay's clinic. And I ran up the stairs to where I was staying above his apartment, and the stair gave way, and I got my right shin all cut up, and I was right down to my groin where they would. That's that's what stopped the stairway from going through the wow. completely down to the bottom. And so there is a photo on Facebook that maybe a vibrant gal can repost again of Adonis doing acupuncture on me or reflexology, I forget what it was, and I'm yelling because I'm in pain. It should have been the tip-off to that our marriage would probably not work. And after that, my right shin was a target. It got hit with horseshoes, frisbees, coffee tables, whatever, always the right shin. When she left me, uh, and I realized she was gone, I decided to clean her stuff out of the fridge. I get on my bicycle, and I go over the handlebar. I get up in the middle of gravel in my body and uh, road rash all over the place from my tip of my head, on my head and my ear to my toes. And it's all on the right side. There wasn't a scratch. So the scientist in me is sitting in the middle of all this garbage and blood. And I'm looking at my left side to see if there is any contusion, any bruise, none. But my right side, it took me over a year to heal up. The female. That. That's the, a perfect example. The, I'm a perfect example. The, the female side. I'm vulnerable yeah. to it, too. <laughs> a lot of folks think that the right side is the male side, but it's the female side. It definitely is. I can guarantee that from experience. There's another email regarding color recycling. How does it work exactly? It's, is it okay to just put on different colored shirts through the week and use the same trousers, for example? how one notices if it's working. You know, it, it works when you feel better. And of course, there's a placebo effect. So the difference between placebo and cure is placebo, you think you're better, but you're not. And that's a dangerous situation. You want, you want validation. Like if you have a, uh, a cut, it should go away. And if it doesn't go away, you have a problem still. But color recycling works on something called circa septum rhythms. It's a fancy name for scientists find that immunity is set in seven days. When a person goes in the hospital, has a surgery, they're likely to have a relapse seven days later. And 21 days later, no, no, 28 days later and six days. Mm -hmm. Each one has a phase that Emmanuel Ravisi found and the scientist who invented the term circoseptum rhythms, seven-day rhythm. Your rhythm is set that if you come in too fast, if your immunity kicks in in five days, 
you're dead. If it kicks in in nine days, you're dead. You get more slack on the end because mania kills you faster. Shock kills you faster. While delay in the immune system, you just have to lie down a little longer. So the difference in circoseptin rhythms is what you're matching. You are matching your social week to your biological week and your chronological week by simply lining them up in sevens. So the secret is seven. And those colors tend to work physiologically because orange follows red and yellow follows orange and so on. They follow each other up. Many people know that that is an indicator of the chakra system. It really is the reflex to the chakra system because there are no colors once you go beyond the tenth door up here and uh, go through these real chakras, which end up at the medulla oblongata, the mouth of God. But color for the spermal part of our body, the spine is a big sperm, that penetrated the medulla oblongata, and the skull is a big ovum. So you have a sperm that wiggles called Kundalini going at the bottom, and all the ovum has to say, come here, big boy. It does nothing. Your, sp- your, your body and your ambulators carry you around. So, the ovum just sits and gives orders. So how does the color work? He wants to know exactly, did we answer that? by frequency mostly by frequency not all by frequency that by going in that order Hmm. you put yourself into that cycle now you can do it instantaneously or you can do it weekly if you wear your clothes on a weekly basis you tend to balance your body and your health balances it's one Hmm. yeah it's only one of the way of we have super chiasmatic nuclei we have ventromedial nuclei we have geniculate nuclei we have food clocks light clocks dark clocks and exercise clocks and other clocks in our bodies that that these circadian rhythm people that you read their research is bogus it's all based on genetics so they took over the uh, circadian mo- movement in the 1960 at Cold Springs Harbor Laboratory on Long Island. Mm. Adam Bergstrom is here the second, uh, third Wednesday, and our phone lines are open. If you want to call 888-663-6386, email patrick1radionetwork.com. Mm-hmm. So here's one. Uh, does Adam have any tips for improving skin health? My skin is oily and full of black spots. Wow, black spots. Uh, Here's the commonality in hair color and in skin health of all types. It's the paraadrenal autonomic nervous system. And the common element in both the thyroid and the adrenal glands, which both work on that system, is tyrosine. So tyrosine is in every cell in your skin that can change your color like an octopus can. An octopus is capable of making every type of color, including candy apple red, out of its receptors, chromoreceptors, and we have those in in our body. Hmm. So I've told you before that one time we were crossing the Arizona border, uh, Swami Nitty Gritty and myself, we're right on the bridge and suddenly I turned over and I'm looking at a Navajo Indian instead of an Oriental guy. And I said, Adano, you've turned into an Indian. 
And he said, happens every time I cross the Arizona border. <laughs> and and then there was a case to show how our tan is not what we think. It doesn't happen from the sun. Uh, people go out in the sun, they don't get tanned at all. They can't get tanned. Other people get tanned. How does that happen? Well, I had a client that came to me for advice on solar nutrition. And we worked on a trauma she had. A serious trauma over eating carrots, of all things. So I see her 11 days later. She's 11 pounds lighter, and she's got a beautiful bronze tan. Mm. So I said, I see you've been to the beach, too. And she said, that's the funny thing. I haven't been to the beach. I've been inside all the time, and I, my skin just changed. My boyfriend came back from his business trip and said, who are you? She'd lost 11 pounds and had a beautiful tan. She worked in a bank. I, I, I knew her originally before the health food store because she was the person I went and cashed my check and things like that at the bank. <laughs> and how'd she do that? What'd she do? Carrots? By using the paraadrenal nervous system. Now, because no medical books are about it, I only know a certain amount and I'm learning it as I go. I wrote a book on uh, the thyroid recently. My latest book is a thyroid book. I thought I couldn't do it because organization of the thyroid gland is so complicated. So I did it as a diary of information to put together and leave it up to people for search. Well, I hinted and began the connection between the two, but it's not in the book yet. And when I find the secret, I'll put it into the uh uh, into a video probably because oh. I think I'm done doing books. So what did she do? You so, said she used the para. What did she do? She got rid of the, the shock happened. See, shock <clears throat> is the key. So you get a positive shock. When I first shaved my head, I had, I used to have hair down to my butt. <laughs> and one time I just got annoyed with it being tangled, so I shaved it. It grew back curly. Now, I don't have curly hair. I've never had curly hair, and suddenly I had curly hair. After about, it got out about a, a, an inch and a half, it suddenly started to gradually change back and came back. I shaved my head the second time, no result. There was no shock. A neighbor had white hair, and I mean white as white can be. She got a brain surgery. They cut a part of her hair out like that. It grew back jet black from the shock so the trick is shock and how does it happen how does an octopus change itself in one one hundredth of a second it can change its colors and make a streaming colors it can make flowing colors like you see special effects it can make red blue brown any yeah, color does, you want it does, mix those it colors does the black ink to, colors. to hide itself from from prey it shoots yeah, out this black yeah, ink can, and you can can't turn see it brown and Crazy. or imagine you see this creature with eight arms and it's doing a color show you run so some sometimes it scares people out by doing that chameleons do this squid do it cuttlefish do it they're all capable of this and we're capable of it too we have we have chronospheres or these cells in our own body that can do that but they tell us you don't have them so then we believe we don't have them and we can't do it. Well, my friend did it. She turned a beautiful tan by and again, working in the bank. What did she do to do that? She got rid of the shock. And it, and don't ask me for the steps between it. Oh, That's what I'm researching. Oh, got rid How of the shock happen? that originally caused the, the issue she was having. 
But she yeah, and caused a shock in the in the case. What happened hmm. is I I was showing her how carrots can be eaten at night. So I did muscle testing, right? You put your arm out. I pressed down, and suddenly I heard a crack, like a bone crack, and her arm hung at her side. And she said, "I can't move my arm." And then we recycled a problem she had when her brother accidentally hit her in the head with a baseball bat when he was swinging the bat and really hurt her. So we recycled that. She had a little emotion with it and walked out the door. And that was what did it. Now, give me the mechanics. No medical book says it. I'm stuck with what I have from General Electric and what I have through my own experience of seeing Adano color change, Chen color change, and other color changes in people that happen what we would call supernaturally. Certainly, it doesn't follow the science or the speed of science. It's hyper science. I, I, I have a little experience with uh, emotions and thyroid. I would share. I take my temperature fairly often in the morning. I've got one of those. They're very accurate. Put them in your ear, you know, beep. Really accurate because I've, I've compared it to, you know, the mercury thermometer and it's, it's dead on. And, um, oh, maybe about a week ago, I woke up from a really kind of a disconcerting dream and I don't even remember the dream, but it was just real... You could tell when you just got back in your body, it was like weird, you know. Didn't Something was going on. I was working out something. And I took my temperature, and it was like 96.5. Pretty low, you know, pretty low. And then two or three days later, I, w- I had this incredible dream with this person I know coming out of it. And it was like one of the dreams where you wake up and you can do anything, you know, anything's possible. One of those, you know, just like poof. I took the temperature, 98.4. Now, so I, I think that, you know, the, the emotional, mental, spiritual side to thyroid, I think it's huge. Uh, I, I can't explain it or, do you know what I'm saying? I think it's big. Huge. There's many cases back in the 30s when they allowed this research to come out mm. uh, where one guy had severe diabetes. He went into the hospital and he found out that he had made a killing in the stock market. No diabetes. Completely uh, gone. It just went left. <laughs> then, then they were going to let him out. But he got some bad news about something or other. Severe diabetes again. So you can get rid of a disease in fractions. And, and I've seen it. I'm not just reading this stuff. I've seen it happen with my clients, with Swami Nitty Gritty's clients, with Greg Whiteley's clients. Uh, mm-hmm. clients with a lot steve shiver's clients i've seen this happen <laughs> wow yeah it, because nobody's any done any real authentic double blind placebo controlled studies and stuff on all this we have no idea the impact of what we think and believe right I mean, we just have no idea when they have done that they've kept it secret from us oh, because <laughs> they don't want to, us to know our power they want us to be powerless our genetics control us the government is necessary to help us. Without the hospital or this drug, you are a helpless individual. We are here to help you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're the government, and we're here to help. You know, we're, here to help. we're here to help. We love you. We, we're the government. We're we, your friends. We love you. <laughs> okay, stay there. Anna Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, a Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobotic Nutrition. And when we come back, um, Adam's going to tell you all about his website, 
solartiming.com. Another plug for Big Sale. We'll mention a few times this morning since it's the day, the 21st, 21%. Boy, you're not going to get a bigger discount than that. Um, if you like colostrum or pine pollen, uh, guys, if you want to try pine pollen, elk velvet antler, we think we'll, you'll really have a good experience with it. 21% promo code SOLSTICE21 on uh, any survival link on oneradionetwork.com. That's fun. That's just today, Tuesday, uh, the, I, I'm sorry, Wednesday, the 21st. So um, get it today and get 21, 21%. Previously, we were talking with Dr. Rulin Shu, and I had a question about our pearlseum. Pearlseum is not just calcium, right? It's, it's calcium and minerals and proteins? Yes. So the pearlseum, um, the pearl, inside the pearl, there is, um, so of course, big part of it is calcium. But, um, but more importantly, this pearl contains all kinds of trace minerals, potassium, magnesium, zinc, uh, selenium, and also all kinds of trace minerals, proteins, amino acid, polysaccharides. Mm. So it is, um, it's actually have a very balanced matrix of nutrients for the calcium metabolism. And in fact, they have, um, they have research discovered that the pearl, the mechanism, you know, the DNA that's in charge of making the pearl is very similar to the human DNA that's in charge of calcium metabolism. Yes, getting really good calcium in just the right spot, in the bones, that's where we need it, is a challenge. But this is a great product and it does that. And that's just one of the many benefits. Brush your teeth with it. It's the most amazing thing for teeth you've ever seen. They will look pearly white. Pearlseum, click an order right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. If you got yourself some cell phone towers around your home or Wi-Fi, we don't recommend doing Wi-Fi in the home because this is not good. But many people do anyway, and especially those of you who might have kids or grandkids and want to come over and sit on your couch in the living room and be on their phone. You know how that is. So a lot of people have have um, electromagnetic fields and Wi-Fis. So it's not good. It's just not good. Uh, here's Brandon, and you can get one of these guys, and, and it, these things really work. It's, it's been proven. We're talking with Brandon Amalani about his great product, the Blue Shield. Uh, and the Blue Shield is uh, the main product is a cube, and it doesn't block the EMFs as some people think, right, Brandon? That's correct. It doesn't. It's it's really about the communication of the device and the, and the body. And what we figured out is how to communicate with the body and amp it up. So it's affecting the cell voltage. It's affecting the intercellular communication. And uh, the most important part is that it's getting the body to stop fighting the EMF, which are repetitive signals in the environment. They're non-native, they're man-made, and the body raises white blood cell counts and, and attacks it like it's a virus, essentially. That's interesting. That's very, very different technology from most units around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This uses uh, multiple scalar outputs, and, and it's really innovative, the scalar realm, because it's using crystal photonics or light to basically do this digital signaling that creates these longitudinal waves that move through time space and affect the subatomic structures between atoms. So as it moves and passes through your body, it's literally affecting the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual components of what we're made up of. 
Well, as you can hear, this is this is interesting technology, very different, and working on the cells in the body. Uh, the Blue Shield, it's on our website, front page, use promo code one radio, little cube, take care of the whole house. They also have a little personal guy you can put in your pocket or purse. Blue Shield, promo code one radio, one radio network.com. Uh, we have a, a, a wonderful company that we've been working with for some years now. Hair Doctor is the name of it. And these little units are just, oh man, they're just the bee's knees, baby. They're really uh, handsome looking. Yeah, just like a big computer. You know, one of those tower computers, kind of R2-D2 thing. And they have all these little controls. They put uh, the different, I think it's positive or negative ions in there. But they clean the air really snippety-do. And they're very um, intelligent where when some smells or uh, things come in from outside or some, uh, some smoke from the stove, it, they'll speed up until they, until they clean things up. Then they'll go back down and they're very quiet and all you need is some airspace around it. The big sale right now, summer allergy-free sale. So if you have allergies, you want to get one of these guys and these guys will eat them up. Um, they have up to $600 and a big sale. So shop the sale. It's right on our website, Air Doctor. You can see the ad or in our store and uh, get yourself uh, one of these guys for your apartment or your home. Some big, big number uh, savings there, and you'll see it all on the website. And you don't need a promo code. But please click through from One Radio Network. That's the only way that we get credit for the for the sale. Don't go there directly because they don't know where you came from, and you want to. That's the way you support us. 